We back. All right, hold on. Welcome back to the Try Blacker podcast. I'm one third of your host. It's Nick Nice. Uh, we got Corey Black Spider Man. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Try this again. Welcome back. <laughs> Not editing this shit out, so y'all have to deal. Welcome back to Try Blacker. Try this again. I'm Nick, one third of your host. We have Corey on the line. AKA C Note. Jordan's beside me per usual, Black Spider Man. Um, again, I don't invite him over. He just shows up and texts me when he's outside. I'm like, cool, up, Martin. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, you, you're like Bro Man from the Flip Folk. <laughs> you just come over. Just, what's up, Bro Man? Uh, yeah, yeah. Y'all got some sugar I can borrow. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, it's like as soon as we wrapped. Um, recording last week a bunch of shit popped off and i halfway wanted to be like guys we need recording but um today we are discussing jay-z and the nfl deal and the fallout from that because of course there's been some fallout uh Nicki minaj must be getting ready to come out with another album because she's back to her shenanigans on queen talk radio or was it queen, queen talk radio? or queen radio queen, yeah queen radio okay that um unc university of chapel hill uh, University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill has had some sex shit going on. Um, some professors been arrested. They got their own little sex scandal. We'll we'll talk about that. Um, ASAP Rocky, there's been a ruling in his case. Um, the what's his name? Paul who? Prince Paul. Yeah. Has there's been a ruling on that? Oh, I guess can we call that a ruling or just a, there's been a an overturn an overturn on yeah. that. Um, and we're gonna be discussing a little bit the presidential race. Uh, Joe Biden needs to drop out. Um, we're going to discuss why I think so and whether or not everybody else was the same. So first things first, let's hit that Jay-Z topic. Corey, our, our yeah. resident Jay-Z expert, let you cook real quick. Yeah. So a couple of days ago, um, Jay-Z formed a, in a sense, a pact with the NFL um, where he's going to be in charge of social reform. Also, he's in charge of all media marketing music, um, doing the Super Bowl halftime show, all of those good things. Um, a, lot of people, a lot of people are not for this particular deal. I don't understand the reason why. Um, they just want to live off, well, he's not doing that for Colin Kaepernick. He didn't mention Colin Kaepernick. He should have talked to Colin Kaepernick in person instead of talking to him over the phone. He talked to them at the end of the day. Um, the whole point of the protest was to bring awareness. Am, am I not correct? Yeah. From, yeah, we'll say yeah. That's a technical, technically ac- accurate uh, assessment. That, that was the whole point of it. Um, so awareness is brought. So what do you do after you bring awareness? You attempt to bring change. Once again, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So far. That, that's what I look at this deal as. Um, we know what Jay-Z has done when it comes to social reform. We know about how he's touched people, how he's 
um, helped a lot of different people, whether it was being Meek Mill, how he brought light to the um, the Khalif Broder story. Um, he's touched based on the whole Sean Bell shooting. A lot of different things Jay-Z has touched on when it comes to social reform, even before Colin Kaepernick has ever done these things. So Jay-Z has taken it upon himself to actually go out and create change. And the best way to create change is to take the people who started these issues and show them where they're wrong at. Use their money, in a sense, to show them where they're wrong. Okay. And that's how I look at it. All right. So here's my take. Um, well, Jordan, I'll let you go, because i got to read some shit. Okay. Um, for me, the technical aspect of what you're saying is absolutely right. Um, and, of course, we all know what Jay-Z has done for for us and for the culture and for the community. So it's not like anyone's saying sell out or anything like that. But I feel like he, knowingly or unknowingly, is basically letting the NFL co-op wokeness, almost, basically. Um, because, first of all, again, this was, not, this was all done without Colin Kaepernick's involvement. So that, to me, makes it, that, to me, detracts from any potential authenticity of it. Let me ask um, you this. Let me let me stop you here. Let okay. me ask you this. Could there have really been any involvement with, like, could could yes? Okay. You mean like legally? Period. Yes. Like Why? he could have. Like you mean with Cabra? Because mm-hmm. he's able. He could be. He was a member of the NFL, so he could could cooperate with them. Okay. So let me ask you this: In what capacity do you think the NFL would have allowed him to? Uh, um, be involved? Yeah. That's my point. That's why it's bullshit. Not, honestly, not, not, even, not even the members of the NFL. So you're saying that... Give me a second. I'm trying to... Figure out Yeah. No, I, I, I get what you're trying to say, but I and at the same time, too, I, I look at it like, I feel as though, and which I love Cap. Everybody knows I've stuck behind him since the beginning, but I feel as though when it comes to this, is no way possible that he could have even been involved with any of this. And the reason why I say that is because if you're going to bring this awareness and you want to attempt to bring change from the people on the outside looking in, the people who don't care anything about the awareness of it or don't care anything about the change of it, how are you going to attempt to bring change to them or get them to see this change if the one person that they're trying to holler about and scream about, oh, he done this, he done that, he um, he disrespected the country he disrespected the flag if you're going to make him the focal point of it how are they going to listen they're going to continue to use him as a scapegoat to not pay attention so you have to not involve cap you have to use someone else to be the face or the focal point of it i get that but if you have to remove the face of the cause or the catalyst for the cause then you're not for the cause you're not in support of the cause agree here's why i don't agree okay so let's play it like this. Um, let's 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 review the history of social justice okay. and how change comes about. I mean, hold on, let me every correct. So it's not. I mean, I understand like steps and progressions in passing the torch. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get that. So just want to make sure I acknowledge that. But go ahead. Okay. All right. So this is funny because my dad and I were talking about uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X because they're right. Uh, just sidebar. They're getting out. There's a documentary getting ready to come out about how um, the historical account of Malcolm X's death is inaccurate. And this documentary explores why. 
My dad asked me whether or not I thought the government was more involved with his assassination or the NOI. And I told him it was a mixture. I thought, I think, I, I think they weren't cahoots I think the with each other. let the NOI do it. I think yeah. that they provide them the tools to do so. Um, and the NOI did it because Malcolm was on the, he was, yeah, he flipped it. He was in the process of exposing Elijah all they, all they shit out. Exactly. And so we got to talking about um, how, um, why Malcolm was such a threat. And that's because he worked he in conjunction, controlled. in conjunction with Martin, regardless of their quote unquote public fuel of fuel, feud, feud they were working together. You have your radical and you have your quote unquote peacemaker. Right. Your yep. peacemaker is guaranteed to get more work done because nobody wants to deal What's with the, the radical. Right. The, le- the last thing anybody wants to do is say they conceded to the radical. Right. They'd rather go with the guy who, who doesn't. palatable and. Okay. Yes. Right. So look at it like this. Look at it. And that's as- literally what this is. Right. And right. so when, when I look at the historical context of how things progress, yeah. Kaepernick did his part in bringing an, an awareness, and he, I okay, according to white people, he he's radicalized radical. according to white this people, this radical. this movement. Right, 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 you know, right, he's right, a radical. Right, and Which, so newsflash, white America. That's what black people have been saying in their kitchens and at cookouts alone for years and years and years. Right. So I mean, he, he, you know, he he he. Everything he said, we all we, we yeah we agree. This this is this is he made a private conversation public. Oh, yeah. All right. So with that being said, we also have to keep in mind that Kaepernick sued the NFL. How likely is it that they're going to still want to work with him, given that they broke him off? I'm not saying that it's likely that they want to work with him. Okay. I'm saying so. What I'm saying, but this, but we can't say that. Why wasn't he involved? When the reality is, this is not something he could really be involved with. I don't. I'm, exactly. It would have been. Would it have been difficult? Yes, but change is difficult. Uh, compromise is difficult. Um, admitting you're wrong. That, that's the difficult part about it. The difficult part is it has to be The thing about Jay Z talked to him. First of all, Jay Z he did talk to him. He talked to him on Monday when the news broke. Meaning Jay Z never planned to involve him in the organization. I don't think he could though. But don't you think that's a conversation that he would he should should have had with Colin Kaepernick? It could have. Yeah, I don't. I concede to that. Also, but I he don't did think talk to Kaepernick and people close to Kaepernick said that conversation did not go well because Kaepernick was probably like, "Yo, don't make no deal with them, don't work with them." But at the end of the day, if the whole point of what Kaepernick did was to bring a change in awareness, mm-hmm. then he succeeded. Yes. Absolutely. So now, aside from awareness, oh, there's I, oh, another step away because of the fact that they had to kick him out. That's how you know he succeeded. He's what? They had to kick him out of the league for what he did. So that's how you know he succeeded. Exactly. Exactly. He, he played his part. Right. But then the next step is, okay, what's next? Right. Absolutely. So Jay-Z picked up the what next ball, and now he's carrying it. Because if you think about it, who else is going to do this? And what's next? Who else would have done this? Literally, who else? I, well, but, I don't, but I don't think – okay. Uh, okay. So let's back, let's back up. So – we say there was a fallout. Let's discuss the fallout, and then we right. can kind of yeah. dig a little deeper into this topic. So, um, Eric Reed is one of those who wasn't exactly pleased yeah. with the announcement of Jay Z taking on. Um, according to Love B. Scott, um, their headlines of this particular article is: Colin Kaepernick makes a statement. Thanks, Eric Reed, for having his back after he accused uh, ridiculous Jay Z of helping bury Colin's career. 
Now, I think that's a stretch in regards to I, burying his I career. I think it's a stretch, but I think he help, did help put the final nail in the coffin. Because now the NFL can say, hey, yeah, sure, he's out of the league, but, um, you know, we got Jay-Z now working with us. Don't be cool with y'all. You know, we're going to – we're gonna do some causes for y'all, you know. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Because show, we're gonna um pretend to care about y'all. We're gonna throw some money a couple places, and we're gonna make some signs and all this. Not, all this not fully, not fully guaranteed. And see, and this is the reason why. And Eric Reed plays on my team. He plays on the Panthers. I'm a huge Panther fan. So this, it was very disappointing to hear him speak out. It was very disappointing to hear Nessa speak out because we do not know what. Hold on, what he said though. Hold on, because. Because we can say speak out, but people are going to want to know what, they well, what did he say. Yeah. So according to this article, um, I'll read the article. Colin, Ka- yeah. Colin Kaepernick has officially weighed in on Jay-Z's deal with the NFL, and he does not approve. For the last few days, um, shit is like not turning down, I swear to God. <laughs> um, uh, for the last few days, Carolina Panthers safety and Kaepernick's longtime friend, Eric Reed has been blasting Jay-Z for his new partnership with the NFL. Um, following Jay-Z's press release, uh, Eric continued to sound off calling Jay ridiculous and accused the rapper of capitalizing off of Kaepernick's loss. He also accused Jay of trying to bury Colin's career. So Eric Reed took to Twitter. I'm going to read you his tweets. Um, first, he responded to SportsCenter's announcement, um, and it was a quote from Jay-Z's um, – Jay-Z's press release. So SportsCenter said, uh, everybody knows I agree with what you're saying and Kaepernick's underlying message. So what are we going to do? Help millions and millions of people? Or are we stuck on Colin not having a job? Jay-Z, and that was Jay-Z defending um, the Rock Nation deal with the NFL. Eric Reed said in response to that, these aren't mutually exclusive. They can both happen at the same time. It looks like your goal was to make millions and millions of dollars by assisting the NFL and burying Colin's career. Um, Colin, who has been silent up until now, took to social media to thank the people for having his back and specifically Eric Reed. Uh, Colin said, and I quote, you never turned your back on me or the people, even when the NFL tried to silence your voice and your movement. You've never flinched or wavered. I love you, brother. Let's get it. He wrote to Eric. While he didn't mention Jay-Z's deal at all, the fact that he aligned himself with Eric tells us all we need to know. Who would have thought 2019 would see Jay-Z in the NFL versus Colin Kaepernick? And also even um, Ava DuVernay and J. Cole both still shouted out Colin Kaepernick specifically, basically saying we ride with you. I, I think you can do both. I'm not saying you have to choose sides. I'm well, between Jay-Z and Cap necessarily is what I'm saying. What I'm saying, okay, I hear what you're saying, but people are cha- choosing sides, right? That, well, that, that's the yeah, reality. Be, I'm not being like Jay Z, blah blah, whatever. I'm, it's more so just like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, but that's not all. Um, Nessa Diab, media personality and Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend, went on Hot 97 Wednesday where she openly criticized Rock Nation and Jay Z's new partnership. Um. Real quick, while you were looking at that, I want to make a point about Eric Reed. So I know y'all saying like the cap shit is over, blah blah, whatever. They're still doing shit to fuck with Eric Reed, though. Believe y'all do know that, right? Yeah. No, I'm I'm a Panther fan. Yeah, I know it. He's got three random drug tests already this season. Drug tests. Um, of course he he keeps getting hit with um all sorts of unnecessary penalties and shit like that in games. If y'all ever, I mean I don't watch NFL anymore, but 
if you, you know, just seeing sports and shit like that, you, you know, you hear that and you see that. So it's not like, so you can't say, oh, we're turning the page of Colin Kaepernick slash support his cause while actively destroy, attempting to destroy someone who's, who supports the same cause. You know what I'm saying? So Do you think he's working to destroy? Lost y'all. Okay. Um, okay. So Nessa reiterated her claims that Rock Nation and the NFL, the NFL deal was a PR stunt that intended to clean up the mess created by, by the Kaepernick controversy. She told listeners that she was still a fan of Jay, but was frustrated that he was working with an organization that continued to deny Kaepernick opportunities. Okay. So let's be real. Did Kaepernick really think that he could sue the league, win, or settle, and still have opportunities? Well, I don't think he expected to settle. I don't think he expected to settle. So what did he expect when he sued them? I think he thought it would go to court. I think I think he wanted to go to court. And he thought that the end result would be that they would have to give him a shot? Yeah, I think, I think, that's, I think that's what he thought. I think he was naive. You think what? I think he was naive. You think so? Yes. Yeah, because he, he, he went into it with his heart, not thinking with his mind, with a businessman uh, mindset. With these things, because this being a, cor- a corporation like the NFL, you have to think business-like. You have to think with a business mind. And that's what everybody is going into this with. They're putting their heart into everything. You have to think about all of this with a business mindset. And honestly, being being completely honest, like at this point now, because of what Eric Reed has said and also because of what Nessa has chose to say, they are burying Colin more than what Jay-Z has done. Nessa has done more to hurt Colin getting back into the NFL than anybody else has, if we're going to be completely honest. How so? Not that because I disagree, not that I agree, but I need you to expand was, on that. He point. was possibly going to do a workout or go visit with the Ravens, and she tweeted a <laughs> she tweeted a picture of Ray Lewis and the owner Steve Bashotti of the Ravens um, next to a picture of uh, Jang- the Django Chain with uh, Samuel Jackson and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. That. So yeah, different, thing, different things like that. Why they why they can't respond like how they probably wanted to? The best thing that they can do is say oh, well, we didn't like the workout, or we just decided against it. Right. That's the best thing that they can do, and they have the right to do that. But you have to think about, since you, since you want to do things like that, you don't have the upper hand at that point to be doing things like that. That's yeah. true. I could, I could, but, now, I but you obviously you made an uh, important point when you said this is a business. You have to go into it with a business mindset. That's also why people are saying that, that this is not as – Philanthropic, as it appears, because at the end of the day, J- J- at the end of the day, Jay Z is a businessman. This elite, the league is a billion dollar corporation. It's a conglomerate. It's basically its own damn country in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that. Like if you if y'all read uh, the Monty Jones piece I sent y'all, and Jamel Hill also wrote an article about it too. Basically, you know, reiterating that point, saying you know these are these are he's a businessman. These are businessmen. This is a business move. This is not. They're just how much is this is really just a mask of saying social justice reform. So they can use it as an excuse, and so it can use it as an excuse to make money with the league. But what Jay Z doesn't even need to. That's the thing about it. Like we have to think about this. He doesn't need. He doesn't need money from the NFL. The NFL needed him more than he needed the NFL. It's yeah, and that's what he said in that 
talk ape shit, but then you turn around and go work with TNFL. That's why people are pissed. And that once again, that's the whole point because he's attempting to change. He's attempting to go out and do change because at the end of the day, that's the whole point. That's what everybody wants. If everybody wants change, everybody keeps protesting the NFL because it's going to turn into one of those things. It's like, oh, I'm going to turn my back against you whenever you walk um, whenever you walk in the door. If I'm going to consistently turn my back against you, you're going to wonder why. Okay, I'll put it like this. I think that a lot of times we get lost in movements. Mm-hmm. And I say that to mean we get so caught up on the whole, oh, we got to protest this, we got to protest that, that we forget why we're doing it to begin with. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we continue these protests, but there's no follow-up. Right. And that's why a lot of quote-unquote movements fail. Uh, yeah. And they die. Exactly. You know what I mean? If there's no real action aside from the protest, then what was the point? Exactly. Okay, right. so you want to be heard, right. and this is what you want. No, but what are you going to right. do in order to affect change and to get what you want? Right. That's true. Okay, because people also have to keep in mind. Yes, Malcolm and MLK protested. Right. They led the protest. They organized the protest. They did all this lip service. But in the vent, in in the midst of doing this lip service, there was some background work that right. had to be done. There was Absolutely. legislative work yeah. that had to be put Absolutely. in place in order for these protests to make sense right. and to mean something. Yeah. Or otherwise, these people got sprayed by holes and attacked by dogs right, right. for fun. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's 12 o'clock. Let's get out of work and right, right, right. go play in the streets yeah. real quick. And that's, that's a thousand so, percent true. A thousand percent fair. Absolutely. So, so my whole thing is, yes, we can, off, we, can, we can do this whole song and dance of, oh, this is about money. Oh, the NFL is, is, just, is just trying to save face. But this is what you wanted, though. Right. You said you wanted a change, and here comes somebody who's now picking up the ball to carry on because we, we all know, and realistically, as much as we like Kellen Ka- Ka- Kaepernick to be involved, he, will never he, can't. Yeah, he can't. He can't. And he will never play in the league again. And he won't. Right. You know what I mean? And, he, and, I, and, and I think a part of him knew that when things began to really, really pick up and transpire. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And as much as I understand that he wants to get back at it because it's a passion, at the end of the day, you know, you have to cut your losses. You you have to understand that this okay, so it's it's like you suing your job and selling or winning and expect to still be able to come back to work. Right. You know what I mean? I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick because this one literally just hit me. And this is not coming at Colin Kaepernick in the incorrect way or anything, because I'm a fan of his. But if he was really big on playing football, it's been two to three other leagues that's out here. If you know that the NFL don't want you back, why not go and showcase your talents in another league? It's like he's been completely now. I think it's more so of a pride thing. Yeah, because y'all tried me and I want to get back on it. That's definitely true. That is definitely true. true. But to the whole point, the whole point of you making these commercials saying, "Oh, I've been denied work." You haven't been denied work because you haven't went another route, like coming out protesting about shoes. The um, what is it? The um, 
with the lady that made the flag. Betsy Ross. They were going to yeah, do some Betsy Ross news that was about to come out. Um, so many different things that he has done. It's like he's 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 selling himself at this point now, and he has that deal with Nike where he makes I think it's like twenty million a year from Nike. To be honest, I don't think Colin needs to be in anybody's league. He needs to continue. He needs to if he wants to be the martyr that he is. He needs to continue doing that. Yeah, yeah, I feel that too. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say he, he. I don't think. Now, he needs granted, to be in the I league. would love to see him play again. That I would, because then I could like in good conscience watch. You know what I mean? But yeah, no. Nah, he's never playing. Of course not. But yeah, um, I don't think. I don't. I don't think. I think that he's outgrown the league. Yeah, he's too big for the league. Honestly, you know what I mean. Exactly. I don't think, like, I don't think his real work. Will yeah. ever be in the league again? Right. He's I'd like big. to see him, yeah. you know, team up with Jay Z. I I agree. It would have been nice to see, yeah. but we know that that deal wouldn't have came across right. if if he was involved. Yeah. And and that's that's a business move on top of a look, bro. You said you wanted to affect change. You did your part. I appreciate it. But in order for this to go further, you may not be able to have your hands in the pot. And anybody who, if you're really about the cause and seeing things change and seeing things happen then this wouldn't be a problem. Yes, you would feel slighted. Exactly. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you would have to understand that this cannot go on without me. Yeah. I think everybody who has started a movement knew that at, at some point, someone else is going to have to pick up the torch right. and carry it further. Right. Because I can only go so far. I have right. to play my part. I have to play yes, my part, absolutely. and then I have to I have to move on to whether it's another cause to start to, to organize around and get it to a point where someone else can can pick up. And you have starters and you have finishers. Right. Colin is a starter. Okay. He started the conversation. He made everyone look at things differently. That's what he does. Yeah. Now it's time for someone else who has that business sense, one, and the means to do so, to carry the ball further. Yeah. This is a start. Like who knows outside of whatever deal they made public, they have in store. Exactly. Nobody. No, that's, that's literally what I was saying because I look I, and I was telling somebody this. How do we know it's not a deal where a deal that's going on where um, what I say like every team has to, well they're gonna have like commercials or whatever that actually talks about social justice um social injustices talking about police brutality talking about how um Khalif Browder was wrongfully arrested and never um never received a trial until like after five years and then like so much stuff. What if they, they, they're they using the NFL to talk about these things? They're expanding this platform where it's going to be talked about on a nationwide level. Those points. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and but, then we also know what Jay-Z does with his money. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's yeah. NFL money, but we all know that where that money is going to end up going anyway. Yeah. Sometimes you have to play with the devil. Sometimes you got to get dirty if you want yeah. if you want people to see. Yeah, sometimes you got to play with the devil to to free the angels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you have to play that game and I think that if anybody understands that Jay-Z understands that and yeah. I would hope that at the end of the day Colin understands that yeah. because if these are the people you have a qualm with and we can reach some type of agreement, whether it's a PR move or not, mm -hmm. there's still a greater good. Right. That's true. I, I want to hear the details from this conversation that they had. 
Yeah, I, I would fucking pay to be. <laughs> I'd pay to hear that recording. <laughs> oh, to be a fly on the wall. Because you know, Colin at this point don't give no fucks. I would love to hear what he told the goat. <laughs> I would fucking pay to hear that shit. Yeah, like my nigga, you could have called me and let right. me know what was going on. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, you working with these niggas? Yeah, like you, you got to wear my jersey. You working with these niggas? Yeah, like what the fuck is you doing, man? It, you know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, I'm, I, I understand why Colin would be in his feelings. I understand why yeah. Eric would be in his feelings. I understand why Nessa feels the way she that she does because they have a close relationship. With them. But from the outside looking in, this was going to happen. Somebody had to. Somebody had to to, to carry the ball, yeah. and it wasn't going to be called. I never, I never seen, right, right. I never saw it. Because how, did, him. How, how do we know that in the future Jay Z was going to try to find a way to slide Colin in at this point? Because you have these people blasting him like this, like Jay probably would be looking like, no, nah, like why would I even want to do anything with y'all, man? Like. No, no. <laughs> He's too smart to do that. To do that, anything that's stupid. I think he still will. Still what? No, I, I, if I know Jay Z and which into the fold eventually, at some point, yes, yeah, and, and which I, I know that Jay Z would, but I'm just saying at the same time, like I would feel no, disrespected because it, someone is coming at my neck. No, because if Jay Z did that, then he damn near be damn near be confirming the criticism. Almost, you know what I mean. No, I definitely, I definitely do believe that um, he he was going to bring him in the fold. Like you got this you, deal I mean, because I mean, of Colin. But, but but here's the thing. Yeah, yes and no. Would he have done this? NFL would never even thought about talking about any sort of social justice reform or black people or equality in any way, shape, or form. Had Colin not done what he did, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have known if Colin never done what he done. We never would have known the NFL's opinion about these things. Yeah, we would never know how these owners really felt. I mean, we had an idea. That's a lie. I mean, so you're that, right. No, that's, that's a lie. That. I think that's that, a lie. I take that back. But, but to your prior point that saying Jay, only reason why Jay's in this position is because of Colin, no. Because, once again, Jay has been talking about these things for years before Colin has done any of this. Yeah, but Jay moved – uh, he moved with strategy and he moved and a lot of times and inside. Only, and honestly, if you ask me, the only reason why um, he even done the deal with the NFL is because the NFL probably came to him and said, look, this is what we want to do. It's not like Jay-Z went to the NFL because they want they want him. They want him to do the halftime show. They want Beyonce to do the halftime show. They want they, – they know this is a way that we can bring fans in and we can bring viewers in because these are two of the most popular, two of the most iconic, celebrity in the entire world if we can get them on our side and we can work out some kind of deal it's only going to help and jay probably looked at them like you know what i'm gonna use y'all for everything that i can yeah i mean yeah. the nfl may be lip service um and we know that yeah but one thing that we also know is that the carters are not right. you know what i'm saying they don't just provide lip service right we know that to be a fact so that's why I'm not personally – I don't have a problem with the deal. Now, does that mean that I'll be going back to watching football? No. Probably not. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be upset with Jay-Z for doing what we wanted to begin right, with. Right, You know, we may not have been like – Jay-Z may not, may not have been the person that we had wanted to do it, but at the end of the day, it's getting done. My problem with people has always been we asked for things – and then we have an issue when we start to get them because of who's doing it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? No, I also look at it like, who else, who else could have done this? Nobody to be honest. Nobody to be honest. And anybody who could have done it 
But yeah. NFL is, is on bad terms. Like Will Smith, he can't do it with them because they mad at him about the concussion movie because mm-hmm. he he had their ass out. Exactly. Right. And 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 Will is, is is in his own lane, and I don't think that would have been something that he would have wanted to do to begin with. That's fair. I think if anything, yeah. he may have been okay with assisting in the efforts, but I don't see that being a project right, right, right. that he would have yeah, yeah, yeah. taken on. Yeah. 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 When it comes to social media, well, not social media, but social injustices and police brutality, this has been what Jay-Z has been about since about 2007, 2008. Yeah, no one's one's disputing Jay-Z's track record. No, a lot of people have been. Well, I'm I'm not disputing his track record, is what I'm saying. For me, it's this specific issue on this specific quote, specific, um, you know, Collaboration with the league, but you made a good brought up a good point because what one nothing I wanted to bring up. You said, "Am I still going to watch the? NFL? Am I still going to not be watching the NFL? Yeah, you're still not going to watch, right? Yeah, probably. I, and, and same here for me too. I'm still gonna, I'm not going to be watching. And I feel like this is why that's not the reaction the league was hoping to get. I think they thought by them cooperating with Jay Z and saying we're going to do this, blah blah blah. Yeah, Colin's gone, but you know he's gone. But you know Jay Z's here. I think they thought a lot of black people would say, "Okay, now I, that's that's enough for me to go back and watch." Yeah, I mean they're but mistaken. That, but, right, a lot of us are like, "That's, what that's I'm cool. We respect that. That's a power move." But a lot of us are still not interested right. in the and NFL also, and, and haven't wait, been need, for a while. Right. And also, and I need to wait and see if what y'all actually are about. Exactly. Again, so I mean, again, on the NFL's part, I definitely believe that a lot of it is lip service, is definitely a PR move. But I think that Jay Z is going to do what Jay Z always does. He takes that money and he puts it where it needs to fucking go. So that's why I'm not mad at it. Like, yeah, it's a business move. He about his money, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, not only is he about his money, but he he walks it like he talks. It. Right. But the problem is he walks like he talks, but he's with people who don't. But and that's the okay. Who, and the people who don't are the ones that are playing both sides of the fence. Now, I want to use that as a segue. I mean, if we're still talking, I don't know. We can, of course, we go back and forth, whatever, because it, it's, it brings back brings back the issue of you know Kenny Stills versus Stephen Ross owner of the Dolphins you know he's, he's a, a big you know proponent of you know uh, yeah, he's a big Trump supporter big Trump supporter he donated I believe 20 raised he had a fundraiser to raise like 20 million dollars for Trump's re-election fund I believe like 18 million dollars yeah. wasn't he the same motherfucker like yeah he's the same motherfucker that's saying I support my team um, kneeling I support Kenny kneeling um, I mean you know whatever can you do both no that's the point why can't you do both? Come on, man. You, you can't, can't do both. Hold on, hold on, Corey. Go ahead, Justin. I, I mean, Justin. Jordan. I, I told you why I do that, I, right? I, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, for me personally, I can't have a Jewish friend and you know go around wearing a fucking swastika t shirt. That's just not gonna work. And I feel like that's what that is. You you uh Kenny Stills, Kaepernick, Reed, the all those guys are brothers. Those guys are together for the cause, for us, for us. Mr. Uh, Stephen Ross, he claims to be quote unquote for us. He has this little foundation too that does stuff for you know in disenfranchised communities. Now that's great, that's awesome. But the guy who you raised twenty million dollars for would love to see any of them niggas hanging from trees. Okay, so let me ask you this: Do we know what of Trump's policies he's for? Because a lot of um... Trump is such a divisive figure. It, you can't. There's no nuance with him. You have to pick a side. You're for or you're against. I, no, it I, is understand what it is. I, I understand no, that. I understand that. No, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm asking these questions because a lot of people in Ross's position that support Trump mm-hmm. do so for financial reasons. Exactly. That's what exactly what I was going to bring up. 
that's why I'm, that's why I'm asking. Can you not do both in a sense? Well, the, if, these guys are saying they're friends. If you're with a Trump. Republican because you're, you're voting with your wallet. Yeah, you're a financial conservative. <laughs> right, right. And because I, I know some, I feel like I worked with a guy who was financially a Republican, mm-hmm. socially a liberal. Yeah. He, I don't know if he, I don't think he voted for, I don't think, I, I think when it boiled down to it, I think he ended up not voting. But when it came down to it, if he was a Trump supporter, it was more so because of his financial uh, concern. And he was more so for party than he was for a specific candidate. So that's why I'm asking, do we know? You, I, I know, I get what you say. First of all, I'm sick and tired of like white people hiding behind bullshit like that to excuse voting for Trump. Or not voting Trump because in that election, as the right, you have a person that divisive, and that I don't have the words like evil and and whatever you know, careless, reckless. yeah, careless, reckless, um, egomaniac, racist, sexist, um, xenophobic, whatever the fuck you know, misogynistic, whatever, rapist, mm. predator, whatever. Um, okay. You can't what? I said my oh yeah, no worries. But you can't. There's no nuance there. Again, you, like you lose. You lose that right, like to me. That's just it is what it, like I'm, I'm sorry to make you uncomfortable. I'm sorry that you have to vote blue or whatever the fuck. But like no, like that person, you can't. Oh, I just oh, I'm just really like don't want to get taxed a lot. I'm sorry, but sometimes you you gotta you gotta roll with the punches. You gotta roll with the punches right. and make you gotta vote your conscience. You gotta yeah. vote morally exactly. and not financially. Exactly. I think a lot of people because what, what, white people, black people don't have a luxury of voting on just one or two issues. We don't really. Exactly. Don't. We, we can't. Don't. A one issue we can't voter. That, that's the luxury white men and white people and particularly white men have. Yeah, yeah. but you know, but I, I, okay. So I don't believe you can necessarily straddle the fence. Um, I think that Ross is most likely a Republican for financial reasons. Right, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I think most of them are. Why he's invested in Trump financially mm-hmm. is financial. Now. This is also the same motherfucker who said one thing, I support blah, 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 right. but then turned around. And was with all the other owners. Yeah, and when it came to it. finding people and doing X, Y, and Z. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I understand your qualm about him. Yeah. Um, and I don't and necessarily have a business, position, which is why business, I'm, I'm saying right, right now. I don't, I don't, as a result, yeah. Um, what, are, what are the names of his Let me find that shit. I want to make sure I say their names so people people who want to boycott so for people who want to boycott him can boycott him effectively. Um, shit, it was like it was the Equinox and uh, some others like fitness organization. Shit, I find it, but y'all get my point. Um, yeah, no, I'm just not in favor of that because you don't, you can't do that. And again, that's why Kenny Steele's called him out and he said you can't, you cannot say you support me and mean it. And support that guy, yeah. not that guy. Anybody but that guy. Anybody but that guy. See, Any Republican. Right. Yeah. There's a lot. There you can be. There you can vote Republican. There's a Republican, and then there's Trump. There's all. There's those are two completely right. different things. And and, and and to be clear, Trump is not a Republican. Oh yeah, that too. Trump is not a Republican. That's the crazy part about it. And the only reason why he ran for Republican, um, ran on a Republican. He knows those people are stupid. Yeah, yeah he, he said it before. He, he said it. He said it way before he ran that if he ever ran, he'd it run would be a as a, He's a Democrat, but if he ever ran, he'd ran as he'd run as a Republican. He said, and I quote, "They're idiots. I'd win. It'd be so easy." And they are idiots, and, and he, he won and because it was easy. easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he proved his so, point. 
he lit like I think he literally ran to like as a joke, like prove a point to see like oh, let me see if I can do this shit with these dumbass people, these dumbass poor coal miners. And I'm not saying poor miners are, are stupid, but I'm saying he he ran. No, the proof is in the pudding. True, you're right. Because I mean, first of all, yeah, because his base is poor, uneducated white people. Yeah, those exactly. were the those were the unheard voices in that election, just like uh, minorities were more than unheard voices in those the southern Mississippi, those southern Mississippi, southern Alabama um, white people who never right. had any of their frustrations being heard. And I, I literally actually had a conversation about this the day after the election. One of our uh, guy in my training class, he was the only white person. He 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 was one of those white people who was like, "Oh, I'm I'm more comfortable on black people." I've been around most of it my whole life, a lot, whatever, super country, whatever, you know. He's a good dude, you know, or seemed like a good dude. Um, no, always seemed like a good dude. Right. And then um, election, election day, we're, the whole week of the election, everybody's like, make sure y'all go vote, make sure y'all go vote. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go vote, I'm going to go vote, 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 whatever. Day after the election comes, he lets it, he lets it Oh, I, I vote for Trump. I just, I just couldn't vote for Hillary because uh, uh, I'm against abortion and the government's going to take my guns. That's literally what he said. So, again, so if you not again, have, that's, again, that's white men voting on one or two issues. But I, what I don't understand versus is what, what's ethically right. First of all, the government is not trying to take your guns. They're trying to take fucking automatic weapons that you don't fucking need. And if you don't have them, then don't worry. About Shut the fuck up. And if you're not, you know, getting an abortion, if that's not a Also, by the way, if abortion is legal, that doesn't mean that you have to have one. Yeah. it's, it's Also, it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you're straight. And gay marriage is legal. It doesn't mean you have to marry a gay person. Yeah, like, like I, I don't know why people don't get fucking nuance, or you know, know how to mind their business. Keep going. All right, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just, it's just really, really frustrating because, especially with the Stephen Ross, you know, thing, and even Robert Kraft, because he, you know, uh, supported Meek Mill, helped him, helped him get out of jail. But you're, he's good friends with um, which one? And supports him too, and, and does fundraising shit for him too. It's like you gotta pick a side when it's when it's an issue this this important. I agree. No, I definitely I definitely agree. But just it's just like how you said. That's the whole point of being a white man in this world. Like they they only vote off one or two different things that they feel like is important, and that's always gonna be. And it's mainly because they don't see what we've been through. True. And when you have someone like Trump that's speaking out against everything that we've been through, of course, that with them not growing up acknowledging it or knowing about it, they're not going to care about any of it. Right. So it's easier for them to say, you know what, I have to support this guy because these other people are going to try to tax my money and they're going to take so much more of my money or they're going to take my guns or they're going to do this and they're going to do that and I don't agree with it. These are the things that I support. So it's like I, I, I can't see where this guy is so bad at because he hasn't done anything to harm me personally. That's their whole mindset. Yeah. Yes, that's that's true. Absolutely. And which we can get upset with white men, but when it comes down to it and it boils down to it, the people that we should be the most upset with, the demographic that we should be the most upset with is white women. White women are the one that chose to vote alongside where white men were whenever Trump was actively going against them as well. Right. Yep, you're right about that. And again, they're, they're, that specifically goes again to his, his base being my, either, you know, super submissive or just uneducated. And we're exactly. not saying, you know, all, we're not saying all and every, but we're saying a specific type of person is going to listen to his dog whistle. Exactly. Put it like that. 
Yeah, but then also, did you see um, they talked about this on uh, Undisputed last week? Um, about the Kenny Stills uh, oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I talked about that, and, and, and Shannon Sharp was like, yeah, man, like, I don't know how you – you can't – you know, you can't do both. I don't I – don't, I'd have to be – like, he's like, I don't even know if I can be friends with someone who, you know, votes for, what we, for him or supports him, whatever. And then Skip goes, well, you have a relationship with Robert Kraft. What, what about that? And Shannon, like, really had, like, a real human moment on, on the, the show, and he was just like, damn, you know, you know what you – you're right. Yeah, but he's like, I tried to not think about it. I tried to, um, you yeah. know, rug, but I'm, that's something I'm to evaluate with her. I need to at least have a conversation with him about because, because like, you know, this man is not for us. You know what he said. You know what he does. You know what kind of person he is. How can you be his friend or raise his money and say that you support us? You know? Exactly. Y'all should definitely, should, if, you, if you haven't listened to this, if you haven't heard it yet, you should definitely check it out on YouTube. Because uh, it was it was really really powerful moment, and that's the reason why I love Undisputed because they have way more powerful moments. And also too, yeah. like, this is the other thing. This is the other thing that kind of bothered me because earlier today, um, Stephen A. Smith kind of came for Jay Z as well too. Just like going back to the whole Jay Z thing. Oh, yeah. kinda, what's that? I was gonna say I, I saw part of his clips. It seemed like he went more at Eric Reed than Jay Z. No, um, it was on. Are you talking about on his show? Huh? Are you talking about on his um radio show? Um, I didn't see that clip. I saw the clip on uh, first take. I mean, yeah, no, first take. On, his, on his radio show, it seemed like he was going in on Jay. So it kind of oh, yeah? confused me. And I'm and yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, yo, you you actually have hurt the black community and the black culture more than you helped it. So like, you coming at Jay Z is completely disrespectful because around the time when all of these sports writers were losing their job at ESPN, and a lot of these black sports writers weren't getting these jobs. You took mm-hmm. a with like ten million dollars a year deal yeah. mm-hmm. with ESPN instead of saying like, "No, I really don't even need this much." How about you take some of this money and you pay some of these other sports writers? Right. And so and, that and, that's, that's, and had he done that, that would have showed camaraderie and his leadership. Because I mean, I've had bosses who have rejected raises or took a pay cut to make yeah. sure that their people got paid. I, I, I have, yeah. I, I had, wow, um, awesome. at the last job I was at, um, our last director before she left, yeah. um, like, I mean, and she had done it before, mm-hmm. but I just remember one, one time where we just randomly all kind of got a, got a pay increase and it came out later that they offered her one and she rejected it. Wow. And, and, you know, she was like, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm cool at, yeah. you know, she was making money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? She, she wasn't like, she Perfect. was making well over a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to offer her more money. And she was like, no, but what you can do is make sure my staff is good. Yeah. So let's take what, whatever you're, you're offering let's divide that up amongst my staff yeah. and let's make sure they're straight because at the end of the day, they're the people we count on to that's make this insane. work. So that, that, that's a show of what camaraderie right. and, and leadership, leadership and so, sacrifice. Yes. So if, if he, if you, you can't say you're about your people, if you're given an opportunity and you see a way where it could benefit everyone else and you don't take it. That's crazy. Cause when I worked at Blue Cross Blue Shield, I got laid off in June of 2016 and when we got we got laid off, it was they were doing ways layoff, and they did like we got laid off in like a meeting, like it was just a big ass meeting where they were just like you know, blah blah. And Thank you for your services. Yeah, and some of them were like crying, blah blah, whatever, which was on some bullshit, whatever. And then get this, um, a few weeks later, 
came out that the CEO of the company, Brad, I forget his last name, but I, I'll find it so I can say his name too. Um, he uh, actually got a like four million dollar dollar bonus that year. After that, so y'all y'all sent your face telling us y'all did everything y'all could to save our jobs. Clearly, there was, there was no, he could have what he could have. Clearly, there was not took that bonus, and clearly there were no and nobody. Said, and clearly, nobody took a pay cut. Yeah, and, and just yeah. said, hey, instead of me taking this bonus, let me go ahead and have y'all split that. Can keep our people can be paid. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and Stephen should have did that. Like I, I, again, I understand where you have to look out for yourself. Lawson, you going? Yo. What's the last thing you heard, Corey? Um, I understand you got to look out for yourself. Yeah, but if it's not going to make or break you, then why not say, you know what? Yeah, there's a Somebody whole host, host of like talented people that we need on payroll, and instead of you guys, you know, taking these positions, whatever money y'all were getting ready to give me, let's split that up and make sure we can retain these people. Right. Even if it's like a, you know. They get in a couple dollars, but they're working. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there will always be an opportunity to make more for them and for you as well, because your household name is sense. But you know, but, not looking at the crazy. The crazy thing about that, because I'll never forget it. I, his deal that it came out that he was making, I I want to say yeah, it was like ten million. It came out literally right after they laid off like over a hundred and fifty employees. Mm. Ten million go a long way. Yeah, that's right. A and long also, way. Not even that. I wouldn't even say that's that. I, that's a good point you bring because I, I didn't, it didn't, I didn't think of it because honestly, he, he busts that. He's on ESPN all day, all night. So, I'd, so he earned the money. Like you know, I don't think nobody's yeah, saying he, that. He, he, he definitely earned it. But also, for me, it's more so with Stephen. My gripe with Stephen A is why I prefer Shannon Sharp. Not to like compare one black man versus another, but it's just one compare is, one black man to another. But one is supremely more apologetic than the other. Stephen A. Well, he he's generally for the culture, but he does uh, he does engage in respectability politics sometimes. Where it's it's you know, well, shake Uncle Shake, he's yeah, unapologetic, uh, yeah, unapologetic as yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. that's why that's my my and issue. Is, and, not as no, this, this is this is, this is my other, the other reason why it upset me. This is my other reason why it upset me. Uh, why I say he done he's done more to hurt the culture. Whenever you listen to white people who say they don't like Stephen A, what do they say that they don't like about him? The fact that he's loud and obnoxious. You really, you don't you you never heard nobody say those things about Jay Z. So it's like you you you're by you being loud and obnoxious like that, you're giving black men that same that same yeah. that well, white just look at us about. Well, part of it is first of all, he's in New York, so that's that's just kind of how they are. Number one, number two, um, and also he. Um, I mean, Jay Z's a New Yorker. I mean, yeah, but he's di- I don't know. Jay Z's just a different type of dude. <laughs> but he was a drug dealer, so you got to be quiet and keep a low profile. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and, um, but also, like with Stephen A, is a lot of people like to me. He, I don't I don't think he's selling anything like that. But there's a lot of times where I'm like, bro, come on, you could have went hard on that stuff. Why you? Why are you? Go-? You know what I'm saying? So like, some there's some people who think Stephen A's a sellout. So I won't even say like he's like too black or he's blah blah whatever. Um, I, I can understand why a loud black man would you know anger white people, but you know 
a black man in general angers white people, if we're going to be real. So who cares about that, personally, in my opinion? Um, but yeah, no, it just as Stephen A, he because he, because one thing he says and talks about, he'll, he'll say like, um, I, I try to not talk about race a lot because people, because he, he always says this phrase, he says, do you want to be listened to or do you want to be heard? And he goes, if I bring up race a lot or if I talk about race all the time, no one's going to hear me. It's going to be like Boy Cry Wolf, nobody will hear like, you know, the black man talk about race or whatever. So he'll like defer to like the white host. He'll say, he said like, I'll defer to Max, I'll defer to Will. Talk about this. Which in general, I get the tactic, but at the end of the day, it's like you are the, you you experience it. Yeah. So you speak on those It doesn't help and it doesn't hurt the situation. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's, and, that's you, my, and, my and, and for damn also, sure, don't defer to Will. Of all people, Will yeah. Kane, don't defer to Yeah, because Will, Will Kane is, is uh, one like drunk word away from dropping the N word on the show. <laughs> exactly. Like, He's one of the good old boys all day, every day. Yeah, because when they were talking about uh, the, the, the day when uh, Durant said we're not going to the White House, so we don't respect Trump, Will was like 10 seconds away <laughs> from saying, Ungrateful nigga. He was so close. Oh, he probably in it. He was pissed. He was so fucking close. I was like, oh, he really wanna say it so bad. You know, he went home to his wife. He was like, these niggas I gotta deal with. <laughs> oh no, no, when I and I really noticed this about Will, it's when they started talking about the um the the flag that time, the Confederate flag. And he kept uh-huh. he kept running trying to say, Oh, it's about Southern Pride. And Max was like, No, it's not. It's a it's, that's a flag of a losing team. Right. And Max was just going in, like, laughing at him. And he got so upset about it. Bro, I love Max so much. Like, I, his takes on Kobe and some of his basketball takes be crazy. But I, I fuck with Max, like, the long way because the way he, he rides for us, he is part of the fucking culture. Yeah. He is definitely invited to the cookout. And the difference between Will and Max is because Will grew up in New York, so he was around minorities and with minorities. And he was, you know, exposed to a diverse culture, whereas, uh, what's his name, grew up in Texas. Exactly. All right, we got to wrap this up because I think we've been talking about this for almost an hour. Um, Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, we respect what um, Jay Z is doing. Um, Well, I respect it. I can't. I can't speak for for Jordan. I respect Jay Z. I respect what he's done for the culture. I don't respect this particular move, but I can compartmentalize. So you know, but I don't respect this move. What's next? Oh, real quick before we move on, uh, Stephen Ross he owns Equinox and Soul Cycle. So if y'all want to boycott that, boycott that. <laughs> what is a Soul Cycle? I don't even I don't even fucking know, dude. But just don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, don't get. It. Yeah. All right. So uh, next on our docket is a uh, Nicki Minaj must be coming out with an album. She's bringing up Ocean. Um, so I'm going to start with. Um, I'm going to play this clip from the Breakfast Club rumor report. Um, So, we all know that um, Joe Budden has discussed Nicki Minaj on uh, the Joe Budden podcast. And, um, but uh, Nicki Minaj has done recently, was kind of start, um, I guess, addressing everyone she may have had an issue with that she hasn't spoken on in the past, like, two years. Because <laughs> a lot of this shit is old, right? <laughs> so, um, she invited Joe Button on her podcast to, to address 
him and some comments he may have made about her on his podcast. So um, the clip that I'm getting ready to play for you guys is The Breakfast Club and their YouTube channel, where they play a clip of her pretty much screaming at Joe Budden because this wasn't a conversation. Yeah, it was a scream. Yeah, she screamed out. So here we go. So we're trying to play the video right now. Sounds not working. You guys are gonna hear me sing for y'all? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Any requests? For you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> My audio stopped working. Period. Dang, the audio stopped working. Period. That's weird. Yeah. Oh. Well, we can just say it was a lot of screaming. Um, and <laughs> Joseph, he was trying to talk to her like an adult. For one, screams like that. Nikki screams like that whenever, if you notice, whenever she goes on like a radio show or an interview, she just loses her shit on people. Have y'all noticed that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really think she's like not well mentally. Like, I really am concerned for her mental health. No, no, that's not. That's not it. No, that's that's definitely not it. That's her trying to grab the attention. That's her trying to keep control of a situation instead of allowing it. Cause I, I dissected that entire little rant that she had with Joe. Like she never let him talk whenever he went to explain himself. She cut him off consistently screaming like very loud. Cut his mic off. Yeah. Like, he cut his mic off. Yeah. Like what was <laughs> like, the Why have him on the show? Why, right. So you could scream at her. You could do that over the phone. Right. And that annoys it too. Cause like, you know, there's only but so much you can do as a man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he goes off on her, then it's like, oh. She look. He cut. She cut his uh his mic off, and he started tweeting. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he probably was about. He probably was about to say, "Oh, Nikki, back in the bag." Yeah, but Joe uh has a relationship with Nikki. And I remember there are several occasions where he's talked about like, "Yo, like her dr- her she has a drug problem." Like he said that specifically. Would no, and think- that's one of the things that she he, that she screamed at him about. But also, even Meek, when he, he talked about, like, what, everybody was like, what the fuck was with you and Drilla? Why did you do that? He was like, bro, I was tweaking. Me and Nate, we were doing pills and drugs and shit. But you yeah, that was something left field. Hold on. I, I'm trying to get this out of your way. All right. What were you saying, that Corey? Was so, that was so left field, the whole Drake thing, when he came out and said that. So that yeah. made perfect sense when he said it. Yeah. Bluetooth connected. Bluetooth pairing. But yeah, at the end of the day, she she's on some heavy. I th- yeah, I think she really is like on some shit. And I honestly, I think that she picked it up after the whole safari situation because she was just so hurt about that after um he cheated on her. But I feel like she picked up that habit after that. So hold that, hold on. Okay, we got it. Wait, I said it was connected and started playing. Oh shit! Oh, it's connected to the Because I've seen her some of her breakfast club videos, she just screams at them like she's just really. Yeah. And for her to be as old as she is, she knows better than that. Like she acts like she's twenty two, twenty three years old. 
And I thought I didn't realize how old she was. She's almost forty. Exactly. Yeah. All right, here we go. Well, the highly anticipated return of Queen Radio. Lost y'all. We lost y'all. All day yesterday. And let's talk about. Here we go. Well, the highly anticipated return of Clean Radio went down yesterday. Right on schedule. Right. Whenever, I Nikki, guess. whenever Nikki drops new music, she goes on Clean Radio. <laughs> Makes perfect sense, though. It worked because she was trending number one mm-hmm. all day yesterday. And let's talk about what went down. Now, one thing that she talked about, because she had Joe Button on, and apparently Joe Button had been spreading lies about Nicki Minaj, so she addressed him face-to-face. You said many times that I lied, that I didn't know another bitch was on a song I was on. Here's my question. And now you want to address it. Can I ask a question now? Was Nicki Minaj and Cardi B on the motorsport record directing bars at each other? So what the f***? You're not going to change the subject. I'm asking you a f***ing question. It's the same subject. No, the f*** is not. It's literally the I same said subject. I knew the bitch was on a song. You said she she didn't know she was on a song. Nick, I don't believe Just, that I said that. If you want to oh, honest. my God. Leave that Nicki Minaj. Are you afraid? Leave that Nicki Minaj. Was it better than Cardi B? No. Do you have a twin? Drop on the clues, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. She had receipts. No, but when she played it, Okay, what did she say? Did you know? No, okay, she had receipts. Go ahead. She already. I love she had her homework. Cue it up. She's right, she's right. Yeah, you can do about that. All right, now, Nicki Minaj also talks about how Joe Black accused her of being on drugs. It's okay for you to get up there and make me sound crazy and say I'm on drugs, right? I'm most comfortable in the most uncomfortable predicament. And so am I. Right and what now. the f*** you won't do is disrespect me like I'm stupid because you know how intelligent and powerful I am like you said right I'm so powerful right Joe or because my mother raised me properly oh so your mother raised you to accuse people of being on drugs that's what your mother raised you to your mother raised okay I want to pause and say that (laughs) Joe didn't accuse her of being on drugs Meek said that you're doing drugs exactly (laughs) nobody says me and Nikki were doing drugs. And I repeat that, yo, Nikki was doing drugs. That's not an accusation. That's a first-hand account. Yeah, somebody exactly. said. That. All right. Okay, here. Oh, your mother ready? Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah. Taste of your own mother medicine, mother yeah, you like, like you like talking about people and not having nobody responding. You like you like tearing down people's character when they can't respond. When they can, you like tearing down women when they can't defend themselves. Man, that was low. All right. Well, wow. wow. shout to Mama Button too, man. She's like the woman. Did they ever talk about what she's doing drugs tonight? Well, we're but don't sit here and say you ain't popped a pill. I never said that. I never you said that, you dumb f- f- I never said that, you dumb I never said that, you dumb Are you that f***ing dumb? Hey, Mike. I'm going to wait until after the podcast because it won't be appropriate to the podcast. than being on drugs. I've smoked cocaine before. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you smoke cocaine? <laughs> I smoke it in a blunt. 
in the thing, but I mean, I, I've done it before. So you can't oh. say, have you, have you ever done that? No, bitch. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know you could smoke cocaine until you said it. I was a day years old when I learned that. <laughs> when you when you sprinkle, so it's oh, you know what I seen in the movie. I seen it in the play. Yeah. Look, you you you're grinding. Yeah, you call it a banana boat. <laughs> I never. I saw I saw it in the movie. Flight. Y'all should check that movie out. He was uncut at that moment, and he did go on Twitter, and he wrote. And then he wrote, I live. And then Nicki Minaj said, we're still recording your show, right? I'm ready. So she was ready for that. And she did actually go and do his show as well. Now, here's where she gets to the really spicy parts. And this has to do with Charlamagne teaming up. I don't. I don't want to hear the rest of that. Okay. Basically, she, she goes in on Charlamagne for being cool with Safari. Um, but okay, so Safari is a thousand times more likable than Nikki, though. There was a time where I hated Safari, which tells you, you know, Safari is really likable, so I can't not like well, him. Yeah, once he's not doing like the whole patois shit, even when he does that shit, it's so annoying to me. It's like, no, nah, Scafizi, my boy, Scafizi. <laughs> like, I, I mean, Nikki is just uh, like a lot. Like, I really feel bad for anyone who's ever been with her, like, romantically. Just because, like, I mean, as far as like a relationship goes, because like she just really annoys me. Like, I don't know how you oh. deal with that. Right. Like, she, she's the embodiment of toxicity. <laughs> no, she really is. Everything like that that toxic woman, she is that, and that's why I don't like Nicki. I never really liked Nicki Minaj. Me either. I always well, first of all, I always just felt she was fake. I never, I never. No, she, I just always she is like this. Nah. This. This whole persona that she has that she puts on is not really her. Like I've been knowing about Nicki Minaj since I was like probably in almost all like what the tenth, eleventh grade when she was doing yeah. freestyles on the Smack DVDs. Uh-huh. And she's she's very dirty how she done like her old manager because a lot of people don't know that she was actually like her old manager was actually trying to get her to um sign with um with Gucci, but she she left that deal and actually went and signed with Wayne. So that was that was very sneaky of her. Mm. And doesn't even mention that guy at all. Yeah, I was gonna say he never she never mentioned him. Ever. Yeah. Any, have they even done a record together? No, she doesn't like she doesn't talk about him at all. And the crazy part about it that dude you can actually um see him in Greensboro. He he's in Greensboro a whole lot. Well, so hold on. I'm sorry. I'm trying to charge my phone. So it doesn't just stop there. Um, she went on to address Rick Ross. Jesus. You can't call Rick Ross fat no more. He's just husky. That's rude. <laughs> Especially the fact that the man had so many seizures that they told me he had to lose weight. Right. Shout out to all the pair. Rick Ross voice. <laughs> I had to get a pair. <laughs> um, oh, and then she also goes on to address Rick Ross. Um, hold on. I'm trying to get that audio to play. She's addressing him on some shit he said like two years ago. And she didn't um, get to get that man some streams. That's all she did. She just gave that man right. some streams. What song did he, did he say this on? By the way, the song was uh, Apple of My Apple Eye. Apple of My Eye. Incredible song, by the way. Love that song. Oh, 
favorite song on that whole shit. What? Boy, I promise you it was. And it just started off so smooth. I always say Rick Ross and Horns, best thing ever. All right, so here we go. But by the way, go check out Port of Miami too. Ross and actually done his thing on yeah, that. I still gotta listen to that. It's incredible. Like it starts off where he's doing like his. How can I say it? It's it, it starts off with songs that's gonna be more similar to, um, blowing money fast, different tracks like that, and then it gradually gets soulful throughout the entire album. Um, though it, it's three songs that he dropped before the album came out that I wasn't feeling them individually. But collectively, how they sound on the album, it flows so perfect. Um, he has a song with Nipsey and Tiana Taylor on the album. By far, it's the best song on the album. By far. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I saw uh, the tagline for his virtual movie where he, where he, I think, where they mentioned he had a song with him or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I got to find some time so we can, like, really sit down and listen to it. Maybe I drive around at night and think about shooting people. No. <laughs> No, you're not gonna think about shooting nobody to listen to this album. But like the best tracks up there, Maybach, Maybach Music Six, Rich Nigga Lifestyle, um, Vegas Residency, and it was another track too. But all of them are like towards the end of the album, like the middle towards the end of the album. The track that he has with Drake is real good too. I think that was like Pink Roses or something like that. Go, uh, what Golden Roses? <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. I'm pulling it up. There's an ad playing. Hold on. What's with YouTube and the ads on ads? I don't know. Like, were you watching before? Yeah, it's trash. Ad at the bottom. Trying to read the comments. Bring up that. Well, please. Don't get me fucking started. That's the same shit. Any anybody that name drops a a female to sell two 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 hundred fifty albums, don't ever bring them up to me again. Okay. So shout out to the game. So shout out to the game. So shout out to the game. I ain't gonna lie. I keep it real. I like it. So shout out to the game because game does know how to rap. But outside of that, I, I look at I look at people being stand up niggas, and I look at who fold quick and who and who do shit for attention. And, and do clown shit for attention when they who does more clown shit this game? My nigga, put, I won't even call you my nigga. Uh, do you judge? Do you judge? Because I'm I'm with you on that. I hate niggas that do things for album is dropping. But, but do you feel like that's the norm? Artists to like almost have to create something to do before. Yeah, but, but let me tell you something. I think we all do that in our own way, but let me tell you something. When a grown-ass fucking man name drops a woman, and this is a woman to sell an album, when I was the only person in your artist corner, when everyone turned their back on them, when everyone was calling them Twitter fingers and cracking up laughing at them, and you had, like, that, my nigga, that was your voice, you I'm the that. one, I went and sat down in a meeting with Obama, President Obama, and Ross was there, and texted dude after the meeting and said, yo, this chick is a keeper. I saw the text myself with my own eyes. This chick is a keeper. She went in a whole in a room full of rappers and spoke to Obama and the first thing out of her mouth was, 
about you and and figuring out your 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 uh, probation situation and why you're still on probation after all these years. And then you come out on a on an album when it's time to sell. I mean, well, you must didn't do a good a good enough job talking. Minaj, what? And now you tried to do it again. You tried to disrespect Fifty. Tried to hope Fifty would respond to your nonsense this time. Boy, sit your fat ass down. She must didn't do a good job talking to Obama because it took Jay Z to get um to get Meek what he got. I definitely made myself talk oh, to men that are alive. Men, men and women. I'm not, I don't think that there's a woman alive seeing me. I don't give a fuck what nobody <laughs> say. And people always try to say, oh, because you talk about pussy. Shut the fuck up. I could talk about pussy. I could talk about the moon, the sky, every motherfucking thing under this fucking moon and wrap circles around. Okay. So, yeah, I'm thinking. Well, what's the people said like that was arrogant? As a rapper, you're supposed to say that. You're supposed oh, to feel that about yourself. Go off. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh, let it ride. Yeah, I'm gonna have to let it ride real quick. This is the song she's referencing, um, "Apple of My Eye" by um, Rick Ross. Just being somebody that could be proud of was the apple of my eye. What else could you ask for? Tears running out a nigga face. Full of failures, I feel out of place. Still sleeping on the floor when you deserve better. Got you reeking through the cold, even in warm weather. I told me I wouldn't trust me. Is that a beacon with your love? We all make it because I be too specific. Would like I rather be a killer than be a statistic? I never fold, no, I never ran. On my soul, I roll like an avalanche. I can't let it rock too long. But for those who, who missed it, the line was, um, Told Meek I wouldn't triple picky instead of beefing with my dog that just gave All right. So this song came out in what 2017. Yes. So who knows this was actually written and and you know in her timeline in, in regards to her timeline. So she's saying that they went to a meeting and after the meeting, you know, texting Meek like, yo, she's a keeper, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But who's to say that? that when he felt like, yo, you can't trust her. Whether it was before that or after that, based on some shit that she may have done, right? that he felt like, yo, it should not fly. Based on time, it was clearly before that. Like, obviously, it was before that, just based on... But it couldn't have been. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not saying it couldn't have been, but I mean, it, it doesn't it have does. to have been. It, it could have definitely been. been before then, but then it could have been, like, after that shit, shit started to get shaky towards the end of their breakup, and he was like, you can't trust her. And you yeah. know... But now it's not like he did a whole record. It was about her. It was it was a line. Not a half a bar. Half a bar. That, that was thirty nine seconds into the song. Plus, that's not even dissing you because he said I get my distance from him out of respect. Right. Basically. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly. like he her Nikki doing it's not like he aired their dirty lungs. He talked about and she's clearly kinda of showing herself to be pretty shady. Right? Like I, I think mean, we can all, yeah. all, 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 all. <laughs> Which is why everyone. I mean, happy to he, he he gave Donald Trump the worst diss in the song. If we gonna keep it real, so 
Say what now? He gave Donald Trump the worst diss in the song, even though that was some very prolific stuff that he said. Like, that was a prolific line. Yeah. I mean, my whole thing is, I hate when people, like, when I, I don't like that. She's like, she she called him, uh, pretty much, uh, women in, in records, but you're more than just a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's like something to hide behind, basically. Yeah, you're you're more than just a woman. You're also an artist. So, believe it or not, like it or hate it, you're fair game in a sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're you're fair you're fair game in a sense. And, and it's not as if he name dropped the way that game name dropped. Now, I love me some game. Yeah, right? but, messy than but, game. but game is messy when he name dropped, and it's more so he's and it's He's fucked or whatever, whatever. Yeah. These be married women. So I mean, yeah. So she she's back on her shit. Um, not only on Queen Radio, but on social media. Um, did you catch on IG? She started the the hashtag. Um, oh, black girls tragic, tragic, black, black girls tragic. tragic. What was I couldn't tell if that was like a sarcastic, like like things that happen to us are tragic or black women are tragic. She called it. She nah, said, I've been, I've been listening to this rock. Hold on, let me um, let me pull it up because I had it up, but I lost it. It's on my phone, and I can't pull it up on my phone right now. So, because she tried to do the whole black girl galvanize me thing against the Cardi against Cardi B, because Cardi B allegedly says stuff about black women too. So that's kind of, that's why it was weird to me that she would, if she did that that she would do that, you know. I just been listening to rock. I let her do her thing. I'm just I don't pay her no attention. Maybe she'll go away. <laughs> Matter of fact, hold on. This was brought to my attention and someone else's. Was it in these comments? No, it was somebody else's. Hold on. I know exactly who it was. Hold on. Because they provided me um, with the screenshots, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So pretty much, um, someone commented on her idea about her attitude as of late and the way that she's going about things. And her response was pretty much what everybody does, go to their Instagram, look at their pictures, and they're talking shit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> she on that Kevin Durant shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me find it. I gotta search for this shit. Um, but she proceeded to like go look at this shit and was pretty much called them ugly and um pretty much was like, you know, you're tragic like hashtag black girl tragic. Um call her an ugly mother and told her to go feed her kids. So And what did this person oh, say to Nikki? Here we go. 
So the article is from hiphopwire.com. And the, the uh, headline is Nicki Minaj flamed for inappropriately using the Black Girl Tragic hashtag. Um, so we also I also mentioned how um, so also in her tangent on uh, that the Breakfast Club bleh, the Breakfast Club aired that I didn't um, play was that she went on to say that she's not addressing men anymore um, and she doesn't want any men addressing her if they have a problem with her then they need to go talk to her husband that he'll handle it um, that he's name? been Nicki Minaj she's married yeah she got married to that nigga um, Kenneth Petty. Oh, they got married? Yeah, they got married. That's weird. So they either um, got married already or they're engaged. But she refers to him as um, her husband. Um, so pretty much she said, hold on, let's see what this is. What is playing in your life? I have no idea. <laughs> you go to a website and they got like random. Oh, yes. Listen nor watch that shit. Um, okay. Close. I don't need. To, I don't want to see that shit. You're taking up too much space on the page. All right. <laughs> so. Fresh off of trying to absorb some of the Megan Stallion hot girl summer energy, <laughs> Nicki Minaj decided to focus her attention on her quote-unquote haters. Minaj responded to fans who had thoughts after she shared a creepy photo with her felon bay and rumored soon-to-be husband, Betty, um, before she decided to turn off comments on uh, turn off the comments. Nicki Minaj was catching some heat for the Instagram post cap- caption. Um, in it, she improperly used black girl. Okay, blah blah blah. Um, oh yeah, I did see the picture. That's right. Okay, for research purposes. Okay, here it is. Um, so the so the person just said, "No one is hating, sis. You're just lost. One day you will, all caps, see the light." Though she goes, "I just went to your page and laughed for five minutes straight." Hashtag Black Girl Tragic. <laughs> And then she said, um, someone else said to her, married but still steaming for um, attention. IDK, make it make sense. And then she told this person, so a whole other person, yep, and I'm getting it from you, an ugly mother who's commenting on a successful woman's page because you're miserable and jealous. Uh, Go feed your kids. I mean, why? <laughs> I wish I, like, had the luxury to not even have time to deal with stupid stuff like that, you know? Like, if I was that rich and stuff, I'd like, why would I be even... I'd just be like, oh, well, follow my album. <laughs> um, some women feel like um, she's problematic in more ways than one. Um, and I pretty much said... What did I say? She's also totally, like, funneling off of Meg's like wave right now too yeah, so yeah. yeah i said i try not to speak on her too much but you know everyone can't be wrong 
Um, I do make it a point not to speak on certain people mm-hmm. and certain women because I don't ever want people to be like, oh, you were misogynistic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I pretty much keep my thoughts to myself. But everyone can't be wrong. What? About you and your attitude. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think she's, an, I'm sure deep down she's a nice person, a good person, but just like stuff she does is like really annoying. She got to be coming out with an album. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm there's sure. no reason why. You're bringing up shit from two years ago. Because I feel like if you really wanted to address it, you would have addressed it two years ago when it came out. Exactly. Basically three years. Yeah, or or at least after the relationship with that with me came in, it wasn't. It would have been valid for you to go after Raw. Exactly. Exactly. No, last last year she tried to like try to go in a little bit on me, but people were shooting that down left and right because the roles had changed at that point. Like if she back when she was doing it in 2015, 2016, everybody was laughing at me. But when she tried to do it last year, when she went on her rants, people was like, "Why come at me? Like, don't do this. Like, let's not be ignorant." Yeah. He's he's a he's above her now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he won that. He won that. He he got out of that toxic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and good for anybody who exits out of a toxic situation, male or female. You know, we don't we don't like to dis- discuss it much, but women can be just as, if not more. more. Toxic. Let's let's be real. Come on now, because there's certain things women can say to men that men can't say to women, and women can say a lot with the, pretty much anything they want to men because men can only do but so much if they're you know raised right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I mean, let's just be honest. Like if a, a girl can call, if you see in public a girl slap a dude, a, what's your what's your first thought? Just based on what your condition. Damn, what did he do? Yeah. Not exactly. damn. It's crazy. She should have done that as inappropriate. Keep your hands to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Moving on to ASAP Rocky. He was found guilty of his charges over there in Sweden. Sweden. He was released um suspended sentence and will not face any real prison time. They kind of chalked it up to time served. And he has to pay damages. And he has to pay yeah. for um, the uh, 19-year-old quote-unquote victim, Mustafa Jafari, was awarded damages for violation of his integrity and pain and suffering. Dad, why can't I have a celebrity run up on me? Right. But he got less than what he requested, but he got something nonetheless. This motherfucker is the man. Who's thirty? Rocky. That makes sense, I guess. No, it doesn't. Why? Because he acts like a fucking child. I thought he was like mid, mid to early to mid twenties. I thought he was like my age. Yeah, I thought he was like my age. Yeah, early to mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't peg him for thirty. Not behaving the way that he behaved. Not talking the way that he talked. I mean, think about how long he's been famous, though. Five minutes. I mean, like. Think about like what was his first big record? Fucking mm-hmm. problems, I think. I guess. And that came out. Um, it was like and he wasn't even on that shit by himself. I know, I know, what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. He's... And I was, I think I was twenty, twenty one when that came out. Was you? Yeah. Um, I still listen to that. That's a great record. Anyway, um, on to the um, the who Paul, Rich Paul, Rich Paul. All right, so y'all go ahead and uh, break that down. That got overturned. Give us some details, guys. 
they basically NCAA basically just was like, oh, never mind. You don't have to have a bachelor's degree <laughs> to to rep uh, kids testing the waters for the NBA draft now. Yeah, we sorry, about it sorry for exposing our racism and uh, hatred towards LeBron James and powerful black men. Oops. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> much that was everything. How it boiled down to. Yeah, that's literally what happened. They 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 released the rule. LeBron tweeted about it. The whole sports zone went nuts, and then they backed off. The end. Which again, so just further. Right, and then the funny thing is, them doing the rule and taking the rule back both showed LeBron's power. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's some boss shit. Everybody's like, oh, Kawhi runs the league now. No. He does? Shut up. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's board, man. What it do, baby? <laughs> board man gets paid. <laughs> okay. He's like, he, look, he's home. He's off. Right. <laughs> The business trip went well. I wonder if his family actually knows what Oh, I forgot to announce. Um, did we talk oh, about? Oh yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. So yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, quote unquote, committed suicide. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Very allegedly. His talk, his talks, his uh, came back and said he had several broken bones in his neck, which can't be consistent with hanging or choking. Well, he they so, found him hanging in his house. Allegedly. I honestly think that he um, somebody put a hit. Yeah, he, he, he how do you kill yourself on suicide watch? He 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 knew where all the bodies were buried, and so they buried his body. And by bodies, we mean the bodies of children because he was a sex trafficker and a pedophile. Yep, and yep. His killer was a pro, though, boy. Yeah. Oh, alleg- allegedly. Okay, allegedly. Allegedly. Right, right. Oh, my back, my um, computer's gonna die. My computer is always yeah, so, yeah, on Twitter. Everybody was like, Who do you think had more to do with it, Bill Clinton or Donald Trump? <laughs> Both of them, <laughs> they came together on that, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. So, um, Joe Biden, do we want to talk about that now? Or we want to wait until a little later. Let's get, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Joe fucking Biden. Oh, unless your car is dropping an album soon. I love her. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, <laughs> You're dropping an album tonight, too. I got to listen to that this weekend. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Currency just dropped his. I got to listen to that tomorrow. Who? Currency. Oh, I like Currency. You got bars. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's up the album? Jesus. <laughs> Greatest album of all time. Right. <laughs> he wrote this, it's called he wrote The Return, this, a.k.a. Messiah. He wrote this book, too. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> it's a bestseller, guys. Of all time. Of all time. <laughs> of all time. Kanye voice. <laughs> um, let's, let's see. Hold on. Where the fuck is it? I'm trying to pull up this speech because it's just not going to be enough to to read what he said. <laughs> like you have to hear it. All right. You know what I've been watching a lot lately on YouTube? Was that Beyond Scared, Beyond Scared Straight? Wow. Oh, I've, watched, I've watched like 12 hours of <laughs> I've been on YouTube this week alone like just 
I just be bored at night. And I like to do that when I feel like I'm in a bad place in life. Just remind me that things could always be worse. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I could be 12 years old stealing cars and dealing drugs. <laughs> and beating my mother, you know, like, right. like, like them kids be doing. <laughs> Your mama slapped me. <laughs> That episode where the, the black cop and the white boy and he grabs him by the neck and was like, say what I told you to say. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm <laughs> I was like, that's right. Now my favorite part is it just it's always when they start crying. That's always the best moment. Or that like no, when that the bad man, kid gets humbled. Or no, that that remember that one white kid who just wasn't phased at all? And they tried to put him in the cell and he was like, I can't fit through the door. No, no, no. Get in there. He's like, he's like, I can't. <laughs> do you have treadmill money? No, my favorite was um where the girl so you know the cops be talking greasy to him, right? Yeah. The cop was talking shit to this little white girl. This girl was like twelve years old, like five five one, hundred pounds maybe. And this black cop was like black lady cop was on her ass. She was like, I bet you would hit me, don't you? She was like, Yeah. She's like, Why don't you hit me? I dare you, hit me, hit me. Girl swung on the cop. She missed, and plus it was a twelve year old, so she couldn't do damage anyway. But then like eight cops tackled her and they arrested her on site that day. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was like, you didn't dare her on camera right. to I mean, hit you. Double dog dare her. Like, like what did you expect? And then remember the one where the um the inmate made the kid comb his chest hair? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> he up in his shirt. He goes, he goes comb this. And then he, he goes to one kid. He's like, you know what you be? He was like, you be my little bitch in jail. And then he goes, take this Kool Aid packet. And he goes, look your lip. And then he goes, take the Kool Aid and rub it on your lips. So the kid does it. He goes, that's what we do to bitches like you in jail. You got on lipstick. Now come on. That's how we know you're a bitch. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. This is a clip from CNN. Um, uh, hold on. Just, just what was considered a blistering speech about President Trump. It was a moment that some said was one of the strongest in his campaign to date. He's been out there on the stump doing retail politics. Um, it is a version of Joe Biden that some people think is one of the better versions of him. But... He's also the version of Joe Biden that says things that are controversial inadvertently, to be sure. And Tulu, I want to play you something he said when he was speaking to a group of what we understand was Hispanic and Asian voters in Iowa yesterday. So let's listen to this. <laughs> we have this notion that sometimes you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. Not really mean, but think how we think about it. Well, he tried to run that one back smooth. So quick. I got I got to give him props for how quick he tried to fix it. He tried. And for those that missed it, he said, and I quote, poor kids are just as talented as white kids. And then he tried to clean it up. But he said... Poor kids are just as bright. I'm sorry, just as bright and just as talented as white kids. So I guess poor is synonymous for color. Yeah. Yep. Color. That was that. That was what I. That's what I call like polite racism, where they don't even know what they're saying. They don't even yeah. realize. The no idea. Is, 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 yeah. yeah like when they say like, oh. You're so articulate. Oh my god, I hate that shit. I, you know what the funny thing is? To me, that word and now it's like because I'm black, it's an insult. But like, you don't know if they're just saying you're articulate as a compliment or you're articulate for a black person, right? Because you just exactly. never know. But I always felt like 
the black was for a black kid was silent. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm always, but also like I know I am articulate though. So that's no, why that's why I was just like I was, I was I was never I couldn't you know what I mean I just could never tell. I've always again I've heard that mind right but yeah especially I, I because I I, I I grew up in the hood like I'm from the hood right and teachers were always surprised to hear where I live they'd be like really I'd yeah. be like yeah they'd be like oh my god I, it must be rough. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> And then they come out and 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 you're so articulate. <laughs> and it's just the way that you speak. Yeah. yeah. I speak proper fucking English. The fuck are you trying to say? Right, right, right. <laughs> like clearly. Like I That's mean so funny. Proper English, the use of proper English has been driven to me since I was a child. Right. I mean here. it's Same from here. the moment I could talk. Like my parents would flat out ignore me if I said something and it wasn't grammatically. My proper. dad would just yell me. Like I, I was at a shoe store one time. He was like, "What shoes?" Like I was like, "These ones, these ones. What are what are the, these ones? What are what is that? What are those? What, what are those?" <laughs> he was like, he was like oh, "I'm sorry, those. I like those shoes." Yeah, no. My parents wouldn't yell at me. They would just like I didn't say anything and I corrected myself. And I always knew what it was that yeah. you know what I'm saying. Right, right, right. So they, they they weren't. They would I would say something and they would they would even look at me like they yeah, would just, like. My dad was like, obviously this kid is yeah. not talking to me. Because yeah, my parents always made they were that stuff was like super important. Obviously, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I I'm, I'll never forget. Oh, and then when I worked in call, I'll never forget the people that would um that would call and I talk to them and they'd be like, "Oh, good, you speak the king's English." What? Oh, okay. I don't know what that means, uh, but yeah, that's weird. All right. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I used to kind of like to like not for my race interview on on uh like job applications stuff and then just like surprise them. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> Jordan Baker is a black guy. <laughs> Here I am. No, so um, Joe but- Button, Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe Joe Joe. I think it's. I, I don't think it's anything he needs to necessarily drop out over. What? Joe? For honestly, for me, it's like I'm used to Joe saying stupid shit, so maybe that's why I'm not like offended by it. No, okay, I'm not overly, but Joe has been letting more of his politics show, and you know whenever you, oh, I don't agree with politics. Whenever you run for president, they start digging up your skeletons. Yeah, yeah. And now we're kind of we're we're getting a chance to see yeah, the I, real Joe Biden. Yeah, I remember when our one of our early episodes about politics, we talked about. The crime bill, and I went and like researched that shit like in depth. Right, and then it and turns out like, that he backed shit. a lot of like shit that yeah, you're like, what shit. the fuck? fuck? Yeah, and so I'm you trying too. to figure out. I'm trying to figure shit. out. I was like, damn, Joe. I'm trying to figure That's out how, you feel? how did he make it to be his running mate, and was it one of those things where I know I may have said and done controversial things in the past, but maybe if I align myself with the black guy, yeah, if I decide yeah. to run on my own, like. I like had a conversation my with someone about that. Um, I had a conversation with someone about that. The only reason why Barack picked Joe is because he needed someone that was going to be able to transition across lines. And he was the only one at that time that Republicans and Democrats both respected. So if he yeah. put someone in place like that to be his running mate, he was going to be able to get and which honestly really didn't even work for Barack because he didn't get a lot of who I think he probably wanted to or should have or could have would have liked to have, have had had as his running mate would have been John Edwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was 
Right, she came out with that lady, um, Hunter, or whatever, that he was cheating on when, you know, when his wife was dying of cancer. So, you know, obviously his career, his career he, went. He, no, he, he actually met with John Edwards multiple times after he won the nomination. And by the way, that would have been a monster ticket. Like, mm-hmm. they, they would have fucking destroyed McCain and yeah. Balin. They would have destroyed I mean, they destroyed they, – they got destroyed either way. But right. It would have been even more catastrophic. Right, exactly. But, I mean, it, I mean, at this point um, – I really don't had think. 16 years. I don't think that Joe is it. Oh no, of course not. He's not going to win at all. So that's why there's no need from. I just I feel like he's never. He's not going to win. And I don't think he's a viable like actual candidate. I don't think he's going to drop out. But that's though. why I don't care that if he does or doesn't because he's going to have to drop out this point anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I feel like he should just hang it up. I mean, it's just it's just not looking good for Joe. And and every time we turn around, Joe's putting his foot in, him, in his mouth. I know. For me, I mean, I don't know if it'll happen, but I'd love to see Warren win the nomination so I far. Too. I would like to see her get the nod. Um, I'm over Bernie. I was never under Bernie. I, I like Bernie a lot as a person, but he's not going to win. He's too I'm, old, and he's, too, he's not even really – He's really a socialist. Yes, and his ideas like they're great, and I and like it, you know on paper, but they're not feasible. Yeah, Bernie, Bernie has good ideas, but what I don't like about him, and I've said this so many times, is he panders a whole lot, and he consistently keeps bringing up, "Well, I marched with um, Martin Luther King, and I've done this for black people, and I've done that for black people." You shouldn't have to consistently say these things. You should allow what you've done to speak for itself. Right. You shouldn't have to compete with something from 30 years ago, 40 years exactly. ago. I mean, I appreciate I appreciate his um his work, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it falls out of this. Yeah. He acts like he deserves this just because he's done those things. And he, he'll go on the Breakfast Club and he'll go – and sit down with Killer Mike, and he does all of these great interviews. But it's like, why do you just um, put yourself in position to do interviews with just black um, hosts or black shows? You should be doing everything. Yeah. Now, I will say he, I think he's definitely a thousand percent more uh, authentic than uh, Kamala Harris. Um, Kamala is only black when it comes to this race. Right. And, and, and you know, she's, she's only black when it comes to this race. She's literally, if Hillary was like 10% black. <laughs> like, no, but that's real. That's real. And, and um, like you know, she's been dubbed as top cop. So yeah. I mean, she doesn't. I don't think she really stands a chance. Yeah, not at least with with Black America. Did y'all see the video of her eating a pork chop? Man, nigga. that would look like, like, it just looked like. I don't even know what it looked like, but it was like, it was not clearly not like. It looked like what like you, like some white lady in the country club, like would eat, how she would eat it. You know what I mean? It goes back to Hillary and the hot sauce. It was just right. It really was that. It was Hillary it and the hot sauce. Was, that was crazy. Yeah, that's was what it was. Like, it was. It was. Black. It was Hillary and the hot sauce. That's how that's how I looked at that shit. And like I think that Kamala should stick with where she's at and that's kicking excuse me, kicking ass on the Senate floor. Yeah. And and leave it at that. And and I feel like everybody should know their lane and stay in said lane. Yeah. And that goes back to like the same shit I said with about Kaepernick. 
know your lane, understand your lane, and stay within your lane. You know what I mean? I can't really see Kamala as as president. Yeah. And did you hear her um her proposal for uh the wiping of, of student debt? I for I've graced it. I, I can't remember. All right. So in order for for you to qualify, you have to one um open a business within your field. Two, it has to be within a um, three years. You have to have in your field. <laughs> Anyways, you it has to be within a. Um, I don't. I'm trying to choose my words wisely when I say. And what would be considered a lower income area, mm-hmm. and you have to be operating for three years. That's impossible. First of all, how many people are even able to find work in their field, let alone open right. a business? And then Does she not around. know that to start a business you need capital? And to have capital you need to loan. And to get a loan you need to not have hundred thousand dollars worth of college debt. Okay. So there's <laughs> like the people there's only like three percent of the people who need their fucking right that'll qualify for that shit. Yeah. Three fucking percent. That shit doesn't help any fucking money. That's I think that's almost a point. It's like so you can say I have this thing that's gonna Save you in paper, but you gotta jump through all these hoops to get to it. Yeah, it's too fucking. Much. It's like it's like the NCAA's rich poor rule. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you pretty know? much, pretty much. And um, and, and I seen a tweet going around that said we're all in agreement that we're not voting for Kamala, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, saw like, I saw that. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like it's like when you're there. a kid and you, and you like want to go to some lesson plans. Your parents are like, okay, yeah, you can go as long as your room is done. Your your homework is clean. Your room is clean. Your homework is done, and the grass is cut in an hour. Meanwhile, it's. Seven o'clock on a Friday night. Friday night, yeah. right? So it's and, going down. And shit pops and off can't. at seven thirty. Right. So it's a, it's a no. It's a polite way of saying no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, she she she's out for me. Biden was out for me a long time ago. Um, I think Biden was out for me when we started discussing his political history. Yeah, man. Um, I did not know about all that again. stuff. I did not know about that stuff. And that, and if anybody is wondering about the episode we're referring to, is the episode um, what was it? Unusual politics. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about like episode like, number three? Uh, yeah, yes. I want to say three, but let me find it because we're on Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. Call Char Blacker. In case y'all didn't know. <laughs> Hopefully by now you do. <laughs> when you're listening on one of those apps. If you don't like, know, now you know. You know where this, we're at. Right. This is our twelfth episode, so we talked about it on. Uh, Episode it should be like three or four. Okay, so we okay, okay, yeah. So what we did was we did episode four, politics as usual. And then we did episode five, and then we did episode six, parentheses four B, like four part two. Okay. So yeah, we're talking about it on two episodes, two two episodes. So it's politics as usual. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was unusual. The next one is called unusual politics. Oh, that's right. And okay. that was the one we we, we had Patrice on there. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. We're talking about Aisha, because you know she gets. So, I mean, I think at this point, Biden needs to call it a day. Because, he, I mean, I don't think he's going to come back from that really politically, that, you know, poor yes. kids is just as smart as poor white kids. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he tried, so he fixed it. The funny thing is he fixed it right after. Too. But did you hear those scattered applause? Yes. Yeah, like, like, they're uh, like, oh. I think they brazed it autocorrect, so they heard him what say what he meant to say, which was rich kids or other kids. Yeah, and so they were like, "Oh shit, he didn't say that." Yeah, oh, he's cleaning it up. Yeah, it, that's not a good cleanup. 
as you know, <laughs> white kids, uh, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, yeah, no, sir, <laughs> no, yeah, sir. Missing children. Yeah, no, sir. That, no, that's not it. Yeah, that, that's not it, chief. That ain't it, chief. That ain't it, chief. That ain't it. Um. So that's that. Um, I was going to talk about the UNC but my computer died. Oh, damn. Um, we can cover it next time. I, we'll cover that next week. There's still, it's still some development. Yeah, it's still ongoing, so we'll um, have more information. I just know that everybody's bonds wasn't enough to say grace over. <laughs> like, they might as well have just said on your own recognizant and called it a day. But um, we'll go into detail with that next episode. Um, is there anything else you niggas want to talk about? Um, just a mention. 13 Reasons Why. I don't know if y'all watch that show or not. Season 2 comes out on Netflix next Friday. So I, excited. I might, I might I watch so it since Bryce is dead. Bro, I'm so happy. I might watch Bryce. it. Yes, I'm so excited, bro. I might bro. watch it. I'm so excited. Um, oh, another I'm tidbit. So excited, um, Missy Elliott. This, this is long overdue. Um, we'll be receiving the MTV Vanguard Awards for her um, her videos. Now, why it took them so long? I don't know don't because know. Missy's been showing the fuck out in really? videos since the nineties. She is like the, the one of the like as far as rappers go. It's in terms of music videos. It's it's like her Kanye and Jay Z to me is like quality yeah. videos for their work. No, no what? No, no what? No. I need you to expand on that. No, I don't agree. They're not. They're not in the same realms with Missy Elliott when it comes. To uh, well, I'm not saying general. like texture and whatever, but I'm saying like Missy is up there with and, Missy is up there with Michael Jackson videos. I, th- I think so too. And um, I think Kanye's videos are there too. His videos are amazing. I, this nigga made a, a movie for his no, album. I'll, no, I'll, I'll give you that. Her videos, her videos, but to me. We talk in regards to Vanguard. She should have been got one because her oh, videos yeah. are her videos are, are pretty much up there with, with Michael Jackson absolutely, videos absolutely. because his videos were always Super really yeah. off the wall. No pun intended. <laughs> right. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like this shit is long overdue. Yeah. All of her shit puts you in the mind of um, Scream. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say Scream. And yeah. then uh, Scream and Janet Ghost. Jackson and Buster Rhymes. Um, I can't remember the name of the song. Oh, uh, what's it gonna be? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, because I mean, in my opinion, when it came to what's it gonna be, they bit off uh, off of everything that Missy has done. I gotta watch that video again. Remember, it's the video where uh, they were in purple and silver, and they was in that whole room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. I got a YouTube video. And it looked like that silver looked like they just wrapped them in aluminum foil and told them to go with God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is long overdue for Missy. Missy, Missy, is, Missy is super slept on when it comes to just craft, legacy, period. period. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've always been on record to say she's the best female artist of all time. Of all time. Hell yeah. Like off the stuff that she's wrote and pro, um, promoted and um, produced and performed by itself, she put together the Lady Marmalade um, track and gave that to us. I don't know why you need to research that, nigga. There's been a lot of great female artists. No, but okay, but nobody has written and produced and performed as much as Missy. The body of work that Missy has is like it's, it's, it's like you can't compare it. Oh, well, then go research her catalog because just outside of like her shit, she has made a lot of shit pop. 
all of your favorite Aaliyah songs she wrote. Oh shit. Yeah. At, at post post R. Kelly, of course. Right. You know so what I mean? One in a million. Yeah. Her Timberland and Genuine wrote um, one in a million, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Yeah. They they pretty much like her and Timberland and Genuine pretty much Genuine pretty yeah. much did that that album. And then even after um she did she did uh she did she did the majority of Aaliyah's later stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um because um, she, she done I miss you. She yeah, she she wrote that. Okay. Um also I, I want to bring up because I I forgot to spring it up last time. Uh two people that should have been on the uh fifty greatest rappers of all time list to me, game and Queen Latifah were not on that list. Game. I like I'm just a big fan of game. Oh, I like game. And he was a Cali nigga that had bars. I like that. There's not a lot of he got a lot of bars. A lot of bars. This nigga took on G Unit and survived. At the time when G Unit was killing everything that moved. Okay. You sleeping on game? Yeah, but he's messy as fuck, like we know that. But come on, man. It's not fun. That's but Queen Latifah, awesome. like, should have been on that list, too. Oh, absolutely. I think we said that, though. I, yeah. that. I know we mentioned her, but I, I can't remember if we did mention her or not. Yeah, Queen Latifah opened her. Queen Latifah, um, MC Light, opened a lot of doors. And then to also expand outside of Into music. producing, rapping, having a talk show, acting. Um, TV shows, movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Singing. Yeah, you know she has a whole fucking jazz album. Yeah. All right. So Queen Queen is definitely top fifty. She's probably, um, if I got to be real about it, top top twenty five. Yeah, I was gonna go top ten. Hmm. Oh, I don't know if I put her that high. Definitely top fifteen. You could do that. Yeah, she doesn't get enough credit at all. Not at all. But um, I think I think that's it for us. Uh, anything else? Um, I think that's about it. All right. I was just um, somehow Leah ended up was on social media a lot recently. For some reason, I can't remember why. Like a lot of music shit with her were coming out. Aaliyah? Yeah. She just had her birthday, didn't she? Not, no. Um, the the anniversary of her death is about to come yeah, up. Yeah, her birthday's later. So, you know, rest in peace. Like that. Yeah. And also, like, I just want to say for her, because I don't feel like people acknowledge this enough. If Aaliyah had not died, to be honest, it wouldn't be as big as she was. Like, we all we all acknowledge that, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I feel that way. <laughs> you can stay in that way. You know, Jay Z can still be your friend, even if you don't, <laughs> even if you don't believe that. Right. But yeah, no, that's that's my opinion. Because I feel oh, like uh, Nip, 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 Nip's birthday that. today. Yeah. 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 Oh, today. Well, yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's one o'clock. Now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, so. All right. We appreciate y'all for riding with us. Yet another episode. That's it for us. Stay tuned. Um, we'll be back next week. Um. So yeah, try black out. Another one. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> really. <laughs>